Hello and welcome to another episode of Vipers Voices and this one is special as it's the last one before the Desert Vipers get underway in the DP World ILT20. I'm Brian Murgatroyd and on the eve of the side's opening match against the Sharjah Warriors at the Dubai International Stadium on Sunday the 15th of January, we look ahead to that encounter by speaking with Captain Colin Munro to get the inside track on all things Desert Vipers. On top of that, we hear from Director of Cricket Tom Moody and young off-spinning all-rounder Dhruv Parashar after the UAE under-19 player was called up to the squad as a replacement for Ronak Ponoli. Don't forget, if you want to go along to any of the Desert Vipers matches, tickets are still available and they can be bought via the Platinum List website and app. Plenty to get through then, so let's get going. Colin Munro spoke with Vipers Voices on the eve of the Sharjah Warriors clash and he says the side is nice and relaxed ahead of that opening encounter. Yeah, positive, nice and relaxed, like myself and, and Fozzie wants it. You know, we, we're here to play cricket and, and win, but we're also here to have a lot of fun along the way too. And we, we do that in trainings, we do that away from, uh, from, from cricket as well. So, yeah, I think, you know, we've got a great little environment at the moment. We can keep building on it. Um, and we've got a few things after game one to, to build that team atmosphere and, and the environment a little bit more so yeah looking forward to that after game one. And he said that having so many high quality players in the group has presented him with his biggest challenge thus far. Yeah probably the hardest part being a, a leader or a captain of a team is letting the boys know that they're not going to play. It's tough we, we've got some world-class players that are going to be sitting on the bench it is tough but you know I'm, I'm a firm believer that 11 players win the game on, on the night but it's your squad and the, the mentality of your squad that wins championships so you know, if we can try and keep those guys happy, um, keep them fresh, you know, even though we've got trainings throughout, they don't have to come out and show that they, they've got to come to trainings all the time. They, they can have some time off too and, and reset and then when they come to games and, and trainings, they're nice and ready to go. The responsibilities of captaincy don't seem to be weighing too heavily on him at the moment though. Yeah, I think for me it's, it's actually quite refreshing to come to a tournament and not really worry too much about my performance. Obviously I'm here to score runs and, and win, but, you know, a huge part of, of years for me to, to captain the squad is to to try and bring the best out of the 11 players and, and the 18 or 19 players we've got in the squad so um, if I can take the pressure off me uh, from not having to score runs all the time and, and look after the squad and make sure everyone's happy then I can go into games nice and fresh and, and, and worry about that later on. And Colin says everyone is rearing to go for Sunday evening. I think everyone's in a good headspace and yeah we're just all chomping at the bit to get started. We've got a full squad to choose from if you're not confident going into game one with a full squad ready to go. Yes, we're missing Hasaranga, who is a big miss, but we've got, like I said, we've got world cast players, so very confident going into that first game. That's Colin Munro, up next on Vipers Voices. The captain spoke as training wrapped up ahead of Sunday's opener against the Sharjah Warriors and in terms of selection for the big match, he kept his cards close to his chest. Colin started off by letting us know if all the squad members were fit and available for selection. As far as I, I know, yes, um, everyone is. Hopefully he can get through this last little bit now. Um, but yeah, everyone's fit and ready to go. Have you chosen your side for the first game? Are you clear on your, uh, on your strategy? Yeah, on the strategy, definitely. I think we've got 
12 uh, penciled in at the moment with uh, just depending on the makeup of the team that we really want to go with on, on game day so we'll have a look at the surface tomorrow when we get there and make that call in top order decisions uh, we've spoken in the past about the fact you've got lots of choices at the top and Rowan Mustafa has given you an extra choice as well playing in the warm-up game when Alex Hales was rested and he, he got you off to a flyer in that game as well are you clear on what your top order is going to be? Yeah, very clear. I think, um, especially for the first few games, uh, definitely want to give uh, the people at the top of the order the, the opportunity to go out there and play. Uh, we know it's not going to be very easy. We've, we've seen a bit of movement uh, last night in that game and with the smart ball the other night and the warm-up game swinging a little bit, so it's not going to be an easy task up front. So the person that gets that nod will get a few games uh, to go out there with Alex Hales for sure. So you're going to keep your powder dry on that one until, uh, until the toss? Yeah, I think so. Now look, you... Uh you were there at the Dubai International Stadium uh, for the opening ceremony. What was that like? It was good. It was obviously great to see uh, the other captains out there, all the owners, um, and yeah, DJ Bravo doing his thing on stage too. So um, yeah, it was awesome to be a part of, and uh, yeah, it was a great way to start the tournament. What about uh, Game One, the Dubai Capitals against uh, the Abu Dhabi Knight Riders? Can you read anything into that? I think a little bit. I think um, we're obviously going to play on a new wicket that's two or three over from, from where they played, uh, so it could play similar. You know, they, they got off to a slow start. Um, the, the wicket took a little bit of turn, looked a little bit tennis ball-y with the, with the new ball as well. So, yeah, just we can take a little bit of learnings from that and, and hopefully uh, have our team talk tomorrow before the game and come out, come out banging. What about the Sharjah Warriors? They're in action 24 hours before uh, you play your opening game. Will you be watching that first match that they play against the uh, MI Emirates? Yeah, watch a little bit of it. Um, like to try and keep things fresh, especially being captain now. I don't want to overdo things and and you know do too much cricket stuff. So I watch a little bit, kind of look into it too much. It's a totally different stadium. I know there's a bit of wind down there. Um, it's usually a, probably a slightly better batting wicket. So maybe the makeup of their team, uh, they might change it a little bit, but you know they might give us a little heads up there. Now, Matisha Patiran has arrived. He's exploded into uh, the training session today. What's your impression of him? It's an incredible action, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, myself and Tom Curran. We're trying to stay out of that net for as long as we could. So, yeah, um, yeah, he's got a really unique action. Um, I played with him at the T10, unfortunately, before he got injured. Um, but, yeah, he's come out today and, and shown what he's got and, you know, bowling with some good pace. Drew Parishar has come in for Ronak Panoli. Ronak sadly absent with uh, a shoulder injury. You've had a chance to meet Drew and also have a chat with him ahead of uh, the next session. What are your impressions of him? You must be glad to get him on board. Yeah, I think um, every time you can get a young UAE player that's that's chomping at the bit to learn and, and get better, um, it's very exciting for him and, and also for the team. So. Yeah, not sure where he fits into the puzzle yet, um, but yeah, definitely he's chomping at the bit. Good, good, good bowler. Faced him today. You know, he's got some good skills with the with the ball um, as an as an off spinner, and he flicks them out there. So he's got a little bit of variation, and haven't seen him yet with the bat. But uh, I've spoken to him. He he bats sort of that middle to late order, so you never know what 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 could happen later on in this tournament. And a word on Ronak Panoli. What a tragedy for him to be uh, ruled out of the tournament even before the first ball for the Vipers has been bowled. Yeah, gutted for him. Obviously, it's never nice to see somebody get injured and, and, and hurt themselves. But yeah, I, I know that he was very excited to be a part of the Vipers squad. Um, I had a chat with both him and, and Ali before the tournament, oh, like when I first got in, just to sort of meet them and, and, and hear about their journey into, into getting into the Vipers. And they were both very excited whether they were going to play or not. They were both very excited to be here, learn. Hopefully, we can keep them around the group for you know for the next couple of weeks and, and just 
keep him around. I know he won't be playing with the with a sore shoulder, but he can still learn and, and develop his preparations in terms of seeing how professional teams go about planning, preparing, and, and making sure that they're ready to go. What about the atmosphere in the camp, uh, Colin? It, it seems very positive. Is that your reading of it? Yeah, positive, nice and relaxed, um, like myself and, and Fozzie wants it. Um, you know, we, we're here to play cricket and, and win, but we're also here to have a lot of fun along the way too. And we, we do that at trainings, we do that away from, uh, from, from cricket as well. So, yeah, I think, you know, we've got a great little environment at the moment. We can keep building on it. Um, and we've got a few things after game one to, to build that team atmosphere and, and the environment a little bit more. So, yeah, looking forward to that after game one. Now, obviously, you've got a big squad, but only 11 can play. What about those who w- won't play? It's tough for you, isn't it, given the depth and quality you've got? Yeah, probably the hardest part being a leader or a captain of a team is letting the boys know that they're not going to play. Um, I've been around a fair few of the boys and, and a, fair, a fair few of them knew already from just the makeup of, of the net sessions and how they've been going about. But, you know, I, I told them that even if you're not playing, same as Ronak, make sure that you still learn from, from every aspect of the way a professional team goes about it and you can always take it back to whether it's associate cricket or you know back to your your club or wherever you're playing so yeah it's tough we, we've got some world-class players that are going to be sitting on the bench it is tough but you know I'm a firm believer that 11 players win the game on on the night but it's your squad and the the mentality of your squad that wins championships so you know if we can try and keep those guys happy um, keep them fresh you know even though we've got trainings throughout they don't have to come out and show that they, they've got to come to trainings all the time. They, they can have some time off too and, and reset. And then when they come to games and, and trainings, they're nice and ready to go. Now, you mentioned the smart ball a bit earlier. It seemed to swing quite a bit in the warm-up game that you played against the Gulf Giants. What's your impression of the smart ball and, uh, and how do you think it will be uh, in this tournament? Yeah, it's a, it's a funny one because I, I know Sheldon Cottrell swings a new ball with whatever ball he's play, playing with. So... Um, Samal Mill swung one. He said he hadn't swung one for about four or five years. So, you know, it's 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 exciting for him. Um, exciting for, you know, obviously people want to see fours and sixes. But, you know, if you bring the ball back into the game and it does a little bit, then, you know, shouldn't be saying that as a batsman. But it, it brings things um, to a bit of parity. So if it does, I don't know. We might see it. It might not even it might not even swing tomorrow night. And who knows? It could just be gun barrel straight and 200 plays 200. And, you know, the ball's irrelevant. But, um, yeah, we do know that the ball's moved a little bit more. Um but again, we just got to adapt to conditions like we do at different stadiums and, and the ball probably plays a part too. What about you? Are you in a happy place? Uh, that, that innings you played in the warm-up game was quite remarkable. 46 and 15 balls. You were hitting it everywhere. Everything seems in reasonable order for you? Yeah, I think for me it's it's actually quite refreshing to come to a tournament and not really worry too much about my performance. Obviously, I'm here to score runs and, and win, but you know, a huge part of, of here is for me to, to captain the squad is to, to try and bring the best out of the 11 players and, and the 18 or 19 players we've got in the squad so um, if I can take the pressure off me uh, from not having to score runs all the time and, and look after the squad and make sure everyone's happy then I can go into games nice and fresh and, and, and worry about that later on. And you personally and also the whole squad are preparations as you would have wanted them? Yeah I don't think we could have asked for more we've, we've been on some really good facilities here and at JA and uh, a good warm-up game the other night where you know, warm-up games are quite funny because sometimes you can go through a 20 over and, and guys not bowl as much as they would like to. Um, but yeah, I've got eight bowlers in, bowling a minimum of two overs. And every single batsman, besides Rudds, but 
Roger's been hitting the ball beautifully in the nets, uh, faced more than sort of 10 to 12 balls. And in, in T20 cricket, you can make an impact facing as many as little balls as that. So I think everyone's in a good headspace. And yeah, we're just all chomping at the bit to get started. You ready? You confident? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, if we can't be. If, you know, we've got a full squad to choose from. If you're not confident going into game one with a full squad ready to go, yes, we're missing Hasaranga, who who is a big miss. But we've got, like I said, we've got world-class players, so very confident going into that first game. Colin Munro, the Desert Vipers captain, in confident mood for his side's first match of the DP World ILT20. One player who won't be available for that match or any of the matches in the tournament is batting all-rounder Ronak Bonoli. The UAE under-19 player has a shoulder injury that's ruled him out of contention and it's meant he's had to be replaced in the squad. In his place has come a fellow UAE under-19 player and someone else who was involved in that team's ICC under-19 World Cup campaign in the Caribbean last year. That's off-spinning all-rounder Druf Parashar. We'll hear from Druf shortly, but first let's hear from Desert Vipers Director of Cricket Tom Moody who started off by expressing sympathy for Ronak out of the squad even before the side's first ball of the tournament has been bowled. Yeah, look, obviously a, a big setback for him. You know, he uh, you know, was full of excitement, as you'd expect, as a, as a young, exciting player out of UAE to, to join the Desert Vipers. But unfortunately, from a fitness standpoint uh, and, and for his own you know, assurance that he's going to get his shoulder back in order, uh, you know, the decision was made to, to, to release him. And what about Druv, Tom? He was part of your open trial in Dubai in October, wasn't he? Yeah, look, you're right. We we definitely highlighted him as one of the players we wanted to keep an eye on during that trial. He impressed us there. He just looks natural. He looks like, you know, with ball in hand or with bat in hand, he looks like he's someone that, you know, can play certainly a role immediately, but certainly has a lot of upside, which is exciting for us as a franchise, it's not only thinking of the here and now, but, you know, we're looking at the future. We also spoke to Druf, and it's fair to say his feet haven't touched the ground since his call-up to the squad. I mean, it's uh, really, honestly, it's a dream come true. And uh, I'm so thrilled to be a part of this franchise and uh, amongst such a great bunch of people, the support staff and the teammates, they're really warm and welcoming. And uh, I'm just here, there's lots to learn and I'm around such great people that and hopefully guide me in the right direction and you know I'll move on from here. First of all as a, getting this opportunity at a young age and in such at such a great big platform I mean there's lots to learn for me. If I get an opportunity I need to try and contribute as much as I can for the team to win on and off the field whatever it may take and uh, yeah just generally being around the people even playing with them I mean it's just wonderful uh, opportunity and I'm like enjoying every moment of it. If I get an opportunity, then I'm going to give my best and try and contribute to the team's win. I mean, uh, it's good. I had a good first session today and already I've learned uh, some tricks from the coaches and uh, as I get closer to the players and speak to them more, there's a lot to learn from them and any tips and tricks that they can teach me that I can implement into my game, it'll be a great thing for me and uh, it's a good chance for me to take my game to the next level. Off-spinning all-rounder Dhruv Parashar thrilled to be drafted into the Desert Vipers squad for the DP World ILT20. And that wraps things up for this episode of Vipers Voices, the final one before the side gets its campaign underway. 
As ever, please like and subscribe to make sure you get the very latest interviews and news from the Desert Vipers camp during the DP World ILT20. And a reminder that we'll also be giving you exclusive insider reaction after every Vipers match of the tournament, so please stay with us. And remember, you can also follow the Desert Vipers on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook too, as well as visiting the website at thedesertvipers.com. And you can also buy tickets for all Desert Vipers matches online. Just look out for them through the Platinum List website and app. For now though, this is Brian Murgatroyd and as ever, thanks so much for listening.